escape from Herrera. Bradley trying to chip on Joa, and he scores! Moves inside Ronaldo! I swear you'll never see anything like this ever again! Hey, Ty. Hey, Ian. What's up? You know, uh, you know what they should play instead of the Champions League song? What should they play? They should play that because Liverpool are going to choke this Champions League final so hard. It's not even going to be funny. I don't know. You should hear my prediction at the end of the show. You should hear my score prediction at the end of the show. Oh, I'm going to give a I'm going to give a bold one. Yeah, do you see Liverpool choking the game though? I don't know, man. I <clears throat> I think uh I think Liverpool have a very good opportunity to choke the shit out of a game. <laughs> like <laughs> See, uh, I I think they have the ability to absolutely not show up. Yeah. Um Real Madrid, see they've just been too informed. They've just, just been so consistent this year in 2018. I just think Real Madrid are going to be too strong, dude. I mean, the the best case scenario for Liverpool is two strong teams come out, and and it's a very competitive game. And so even too. still, Real can come out, and you know maybe they all the the shots they take just go in. They win three zero. There's three constants in life: death, taxes, and Real Madrid scoring three goals at least. <laughs> and Sergio Ramos with a header in the final. Exactly. You know that that's going to happen. This is Two Lads Football Podcast. We're really glad you could join us for episode five. Today we are talking about the UCL final. And this is going to be a big Champions League final between Liverpool and Real Madrid. And we're really excited about it. We've got some bold predictions. Um, we've got some team predictions. Um, and we're just going to kind of break down the game for you guys and see what our predictions are. Um, so why don't we get started with that, Ty? Where should we uh, Where should we go? So... I mean, let's start with the team. Who do you think yeah. is gonna start? How about how about this? Let's uh, I'll I'll name my Real Madrid uh, lineup because I think Real Madrid are gonna win. Okay, and then and I'll, do you want to name the Liverpool? Okay, I think it's gonna be the same lineup, a similar lineup to their last uh, Champions League final. Um, it's gonna be Navas and goal, uh, Carvajal on the right, Veron, Sergio Ramos in center back. Those two are. Kind of set yeah. in stone. I don't really see any changes there. I mean, <laughs> Marcelo's the best left back in the world. He's not gonna. I think. He, gonna, I mean, you know this. Yeah. I think he's the best player in the world. So Marcelo's definitely gonna be. He'll probably captain the squad too. Um, what about Ramos? Then, you don't. You don't think Ramos would captain? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Ramos will definitely captain. He's been there just as long. And then I think in the midfield, it's gonna be Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric. I think it's gonna be a those. Great, uh, that's a great midfield to have. That trio is probably the best midfield in the world. That's that's an amazing trio. I think Modric and Cruz. You could almost put on you know a dream team. Cruz is the closest player that I've seen to Paul Scholes. I agree. the The playing style is so similar. I mean, yeah. just the technical ability, the way they. I mean, they're they don't they're not necessarily the center of attention, but they move the midfield around so amazingly in the. Obviously, yeah. the distribution. And their technique is one of a kind. Never to be seen again. Anyway, so then we move up to the front three. No surprise, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to start on the left. Really? Benzema will start up top. 
and I kind of struggled. I I think Bale. There's a possibility that Zidane might start Bale, but I think it's going to be Marco Asensio. Yeah, I think I think Bale's just been a little inconsistent when it, when it comes to the starting lineup. Totally, I mean, agree. I, playing style. I think he's pretty consistent, but yeah, I think Zidane is going to be able to bring him off the bench. He knows that he's got a world class yeah. weapon in his back pocket that he can whip out at any time. I definitely think he's going to lay it down on Liverpool, right? So he'll Bale will definitely make an appearance in this game for sure without a doubt for me yeah i i, I see Bale. i see Bale coming on I think, the field yeah i think the other player that's gonna definitely come on is uh vasquez and i think he'll come on for modric okay should we move on to uh what what the liverpool uh, lineup is gonna be predictions on that i think the lineups are gonna stay pretty consistent to the previous games just because you know it's been working that's the yep. playing style that they've chosen. I think Liverpool is going to stick with the lineup that they fielded against Roma. Um, I think that Klopp is going to be ready to change the lineup, though. He will be on his toes. Um, I think he will be willing to switch to more of a defensive style if Real come out hot yeah. and he catches it early enough. Yeah. So with that being said, I think the starting lineup is going to include Karius, obviously, then Robertson, Van Dyke, Lovren, and Alexander Arnold in the defense. And I think personally, this is going to be these four men is what the game is going to be decided upon. It's how well they can show up, how well they can hold off Real Madrid's offense. I mean, that's an impossible task for any team, but Liverpool's defense, it's not exactly your uh, best defense in the world or contender. It's supposedly the two best teams in the world, the two best clubs in the world. I don't think this is a best club in the world defense that they're fielding. The teams made it work, but defense. especially against the uh, defense of Real Madrid, when you look, when you compare the two, it's, I mean, the only comparison really, I would say would probably be Van Dyke and, uh, and Veron, but I, I just don't see, that's, I think I think Real Madrid's defense is tenfold higher than highly Marcelo's than, uh, and Sergio Ramos are worlds above anyone exactly. else. They're the two best players at their position right now. So I agree. And then Carvajal and Veron are both both phenomenal players. So I think Liverpool's outside backs are a little suspect. Their center backs, I mean, aren't much better. But I think Van Dijk has done well. Anyways, yeah. onto their midfield. I think it's going to be James Milner. Jordan Henderson and Wijnaldum I'm a little iffy on I don't Uh know exactly if you know that that's one of those positions where Jurgen Klopp might elect to go with another player but he he performs well um I mean he did well against Roma so I think you know there's no reason to change what worked actually that he is going to keep Wijnaldum in there because Wijnaldum's a pretty physical player and in the past um Teams have lacked a um, center midfielder that has been able to put up with the physicality of Casemiro. Casemiro is usually bossed games in in terms of his ability to just outwork and outrun the other midfielders. I think that's going to be a really key matchup for Liverpool and Real Madrid is that Casemiro versus Wijnaldum. I, I think you make a very good point because Wijnaldum, he, has, he is a very physical player for his position. And they're going to need that in the midfield, especially considering the midfield that Real is going to field. And when Casemiro is able to take a hold of a game, it's one of those players that if Casemiro holds down the defense, the, the center defensive midfield position, 
and really locks in the midfield, I think he can push the tide for Real Madrid. So I think that that matchup in the midfield um, is going to be crucial. And if Winaldo can can battle, and you're right in the sense that he's going to be that physical piece that they're going to need against, I mean, if he can hold off Modric, you know, tee up against Cruz and even take on Casemiro, then it'll make it a matchup in the midfield. And that's For where sure. they're going to need to win the ball, take control. That's where it's going to start because they yeah. won't be able to match up anywhere else effectively. Yeah. One of them's a hardworking, kind of blue collar, hardworking, hard nosed midfielder. And I think that's, I think so is Henderson. Um, I think that's exactly what Klopp is going to want to do. Yeah. yeah. I think he's counting on that. Yeah. Because I do he, too. He, he needs that work ethic. But the thing is, you're almost relying on them to be in form and have a good game. That's not always given. And it's not that. A good game isn't given per se. It's that you want them to play a great game. You need them to play a great game. Yeah. If you're going to walk away with a W, you need them to come out and perform. And that's a tough expectation walking into this game. I mean, that is the expectation walking into the game, but they have to hit that mark. Yeah. So we're going to get into uh, comparisons here in a few minutes. So let's, do you want to jump onto your top three of course Sadio Mane Roberto Firmino and Mohamed Salah um, Salah is going to show up I think he's going to get a goal uh, I think he's going to it's going to be class too it's going to be simple not necessarily an error on Real Madrid but I think he's just going to capitalize on a half chance um, Roberto Firmino I think he might get lost in the mix and Sadio Mane I think will honestly be a weak point for uh, Liverpool I think that is going to be an area that's going to be dominated by Real Madrid. Is that the right side of the pitch for Real? I mean, be, being able to go at Sadio, and I mean, he's he's not consistent, and frankly, in the Champions League, he hasn't done it for me. I, I don't think for a final finalist team, he's not the forward that they need. Excuse me, that they want. I agree with you. I think that that right-hand side is going to be crucial for Real Madrid. Asensio is going to have a big role in this in this game. If he starts, I think he will um because Robertson is obviously um if you if you didn't know this is he's kind of made a monumental um, rise to form for Amazing. Liverpool. What was it like like a year and a half ago, 2 years ago, he was like a milkman or something like that. It yeah. was just this crazy story. Yeah, he was tweeting that, you know, he didn't have money and he needed to do this. He needed and, help, yeah. And here he is. You know, the Champions League final. It's Champions League final for sure. He amazing deserves- story. You should check it out for those of you that haven't seen or heard about yeah. Robertson's rise. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, but he's, I mean, at the end of the day, he's inexperienced and he's a good, he's a great player. He's he's going to be quality for Liverpool going forward. But that I just X think factor. Mane. I just think Mane is not a great defender. Um, he's got a high work yep. ethic, but I just think that Real Madrid will be able to exploit that right side. I mean that they'll go at Mane, the midfield they'll dominate, and then the Robertson on the the right. Oh, man, that's that's looking like an opportunity for Real. So speaking of matchups, let's let's talk about the big matchup, the uh, the headlines for the uh, lead up of this game, uh, Ronaldo versus Slaw. Couple questions surrounding this matchup: Is the do you think the stage is too big for Slaw to perform at? See, I don't. I, who's to say it's too big for Salah? I think this is the stage when players perform the way Salah is playing. He's had the potential to perform at the 
the way he's playing, he now has a platform, which is Liverpool. And who's to say this is, I mean, he's in form, he's playing the best of his ability, and it's not it's not some weird one-off phenomenon, miraculous event. This is, he's been consistent. This is what he can perform at moving forward. To compare him to Ronaldo, I think would be a, a fair comparison just because he's earned the opportunity. And yeah. if we consider the Ballon d'Or, you know, in our previous conversations, I think that he really is neck and neck with Ronaldo. I mean, all things considered, Ronaldo was injured and, you know, didn't play as much in the beginning of the season. So, which affects the output or outcome um, in terms of goals and influence on the team. But at this point, they are neck and neck. Yeah. It might be different if Ronaldo played the full season. You made a good point when we discussed this before. You can't just say that, you know, well, Ronaldo would have done well. Yeah, we know that, but he didn't. He wasn't there. But how much did he contribute? About the same as Salah at this point. So they are, they are comparable. And frankly, they're so close. I think this game is really going to decide who has done better this year, to be honest. Here's the thing for me. I, I think Salah is going to have a really good game. I think he's going to score a goal. He's going to, he might get an assist. He's going to, he's definitely going to do something to affect Liverpool's outcome of this game. My question is, and my doubt is, I should say, Salah isn't going to be Ronaldo. He's not going to be the star of the show. He's not going to be, he's not going to steal the show. He's not going to be who everybody is talking about after this game, for me at least. I think this game is Ronaldo's chance to silence the critics of, oh, he's getting old, he's losing form. Oh, Real Madrid are losing form. Oh, Real Madrid didn't win La Liga this year. And I think I think you bring bring up a good point. Like it's it's also the chance to, for him to silence the critics and say, you know, someone can't just be in form and come take this. Someone no. can't just you know do well, transfer to a better team, and come compete with me and Messi. Yep. You know, because that's exactly what Mohamed Salah is saying, especially his age. You know, Ronaldo's age. That's a big factor. And especially in the critics' eyes. So if he comes out and wins this game, you know, throws a hat trick on the board, who knows? Then that's a huge statement. That oh, yeah. that's that's a statement that says there's a difference between being in form and being a freak of nature and being the best footballer to ever play the game. You can't sh- you can't just show up and and be and happen to be the best player. Ronaldo recognizes that Mohamed's law is something special. Right. Totally. Agree. And. Ronaldo is the reason that he's so good is he is absolutely the most ruthless player, ruthless striker to play the game. He understands not necessarily in just scoring goals, but just the way he plays and his mental attitude towards games. He totally understands that in order for him to be the best in the world, he has to outperform and essentially squash anyone who ever challenges him throughout his career. This is an opportunity for Ronaldo to directly go head to head with a player who arguably could be the next Ronaldo, the next Messi, the next great thing for football, right? When Ronaldo and Messi move on. Salah comes out and wins this for Liverpool. We you can go, well, remember when Salah did this, played Ronaldo and beat him. Mm-hmm. And there's that transition phase of essentially this game as Ronaldo heads out the door and younger players are coming in and getting recognized. Or Ronaldo can step in and 
have the game that we all expect him to and say, you know what, there is no transition. Because let's let's be 100% honest. Liverpool will not be in the Champions League final next year. Just It, it would be a miracle. It would be. It's a Leicester City. I don't city. see it. It's just one, it's one of those years. It's just things are, are rolling right. It just happens. You know, it's working out. Look look how they performed in the league, you know? All, all right, but, you know, they were in form walking into this tournament. Things just kept rolling. Things just kept happening and and, and rolling in their favor. And yeah. here they are, you know, a couple wins in. You know, you only need how many wins to in a row to win the Champions League. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's just being in form. That's yeah. just being good at the moment. They've played their cards right. Exactly. They might not have the best hand, but they've played their cards right. They've yeah. definitely, they've definitely managed their players right. They've definitely managed the games right. They've definitely done everything right to get here. Um, and exactly that managed the games well. I think Jurgen Klopp. It'd be an entirely different story without two people, Mohamed Salah and Jurgen Klopp, and and to put that on them to do that next year is very hard. What do you think? What do you think of Jurgen Klopp? Do you think he? You think he matches up to Zidane's uh, prowess as a as a manager? Now it's pretty amazing that we're already talking about Zidane in this aspect in this regard and how long has he been coaching I think Zidane knows the game on a different level I think he is going to be an amazing manager however Jurgen Klopp he's a true manager through and through uh he's just good at his job I think uh Zinedine Zidane is good because he knows soccer he's an excellent manager because he's played he was an amazing player he knew the tactical as much as the technical. Jurgen Klopp, he changes players or teams, excuse me, a little bit and just brings the best out of them. So I think Zinedine Zidane is still the better manager. I think it is a little bit of a Ronaldo to Mohamed Salah comparison, actually, that Zidane is a world-class manager and Jurgen Klopp is a great manager and he just he has a platform to be at the level of Zidane to be compared to the best in the world. Yeah, I think it's tough because Jurgen Klopp has so much experience in Europe with Dortmund and Liverpool, but the things that Zidane has done with Real Madrid, um I think he totally deserves to be put in the same category as Jurgen Klopp. I think he deserves to be in a higher category than Jurgen Klopp to be off air. I agree. Um Zidane has won Champions League finals, he's won La Liga finals, he's won He's pretty much won it all. What was it by Christmas or something? He of his first year managing Real, he had um, more trophies than he did losses. Yes, he did. It was I mean, it's statistics that you look at when you see a new player, a new coach, where you can measure their their impact. And yep. all things considered, you look at the big span of things. Zidane has done amazing things with Real, and not to say that Jurgen Klopp hasn't, but. The magnitude of Zidane is is tough to match. I'll tell you what it comes down to, and I'm going to go back to ruthlessness. Zidane, Zidane's mentality is exactly who what it is when he was a player. He was ruthless cutthroat as a player. He would do anything to beat the competition. He was so competitive and just absolutely just... What's the mentality of a winner? Exactly. What does it take? And that's that what he fits. had. That fits in with Real Madrid's personality so well. You think about the players on Real Madrid who start. Who start. Sergio Ramos is the perfect example of that. 
Casemiro, perfect example of that. Marcelo, Carvajal, absolutely ruthless. Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, Benzema, ruthless. Benzema, great finisher, Madrid, finishes Cruz. everything. That whole squad is built of winners. They're all winning players. So cutthroat, the cutthroat mentality. This combination of yeah, they might be pissy too, but that's it's winning. It's kicking and scratching for every inch. Yep, this combination of Zidane. And Real Madrid's players has molded incredibly. It's one of the, it's to me. It's one of the best stories of the last few years in in football. So let's uh, let's compare where we think the game is going to be won. So I have a few points that I'd like to make about where I think this game is going to be won. I know you have a few points to where this yeah, game is going to be we, won. I think we. It's not necessarily that we disagree, but we just have a different view on where the game is yeah. going to be won. I mean, um, let's start. Yeah, sure. I can. I can start. I think this game is going to be won in the midfield. Um, I the easy answer would be that the game would be won um, with Cristiano Ronaldo. I think this matchup between Casemiro, Modric, and Cruz, and Milner, Henderson, Wijnaldum, or whoever starts in midfield for Liverpool, is going to be a really big matchup. I think Real Madrid are going to boss the midfield. Casemiro at the in the 6 is a world-class physical presence. He is going to absolutely run the show Completely in that agree. in that area. There is no way that you're going to get by him on a run. He's going to either take the yellow bring you down or he's going to win the ball clean off of you. That's the most frustrating thing, in a, especially in a center defensive mid. Even if Wijnaldum starts, and I know that we were talking earlier about his physical presence, and I think that's going to help Liverpool a lot, I still think Casemiro's experience, his his knowledge of the game, is going to elevate him past Wijnaldum. For Cruz, he is the best passer in the game for me right now. He has the vision of Paul Scholes. He has the passing of Paul Scholes. He has everything that a center midfielder needs. He is except going to except yeah, except the pace. Most goals didn't really have pace either. You can you can play midfield with your mind. That's what that's what Tony Cruz does so well. Is he just he understands passing lanes. He understands movement of players. He understands where to cut passes off. He is a complete player for Real Madrid. And then Modric is Modric is the head of creativity for this team. Modric is going to be the outlet when they're on a counterattack. They're going to hit it into Modric, and he's going to be the guy that creates everything for Real Madrid. I think he's going to be one of the players you're going to want to shut down. He, I mean, he he might be one of the most dangerous out of the 22 because of his dependence to create and his ability to create. Modric is definitely going to be the uh, is definitely going to be the focal point for Real Madrid. I think. I think yeah. that you're going to see him really f- shine in this in this position. I think he's going to as good as Henderson has been this year. I think he's really going to take advantage of him, um, and he's his ability to be smart about his uh, his movements and his passes is really going to just um, take over Liverpool, Liverpool's uh, center defensive mids and their center backs. But. See, I think the, the, the midfield is going to be a big point of contention. I, however, think the game is going to be won on the defense. 
The reason being is because you know that Real is going to dominate the midfield. That is what we expect going into the game, and especially with the level of, of playing that the midfield plays at. Modric and Cruz are world-class. They can make a starting 11 for the world, and it's tough to say that anyone on Liverpool would. But Cruz and Modric are world-class midfielders. Casemiro is just a notch below that in my eyes. I still think he's going to be phenomenal. But I, th- I really do think he's going to be one of the points that this game is going to tilt on. Because if he comes out, if Casemiro comes out and performs, defense is shut down for Liverpool. There's no chance of getting by for Real. Um, but the defense for Liverpool, I mean, they have to play perfectly to give Liverpool a chance. And that's asking a lot. I don't think that's realistic. If they make one mistake and look at the like experience level of the mid of, of the, excuse me the defense for Liverpool, I don't know Robertson and Alexander Arnold. I think those are going to be weak spots for Liverpool. I mean those are definitely going to be points that Real are going to want to leverage, but it's I, I don't think it, it's a realistic ask to make them perform perfectly for 90 minutes. It's not going to happen. I think the defense is where the game is going to fall apart for Liverpool. The The midfield is going to be where they where Real gets momentum, but the game is going to be lost in the defense. I mean, Van Dijk, yeah, he might be able to compete, but you're not putting out players that are going to compete against the Ronaldo's, Benzema's, and Asensio. I mean, Asensio is even world-class at his age. Yeah, tough. I agree. I think I think your point about Liverpool having a perfect day out, I think Liverpool has to play defensively the best game of their of their lives, and that will hold Ronaldo to two goals. I think no matter how well this Liverpool defense plays, Real Madrid are going to score goals. I just, there is no way to stop that attacking six, the the three in midfield and the three up top, there is just completely agree. They if are it's just if so... it's not Ronaldo, it's Asensio or Benzema has a solid game. Even if all three of those fail, you still have that midfield of Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric. They're and you know Casemiro scores, dude. Yeah, Casemiro Cas- scored in the last final an incredible goal. The guy gets forward and he scores. He puts the pressure on the midfield and the defense. And the whole team squeezes up, and that's how that's how Real Madrid are gonna just absolutely boss this game. I just but it's think, how he scores as well. He has the quality and the technique to be able. He scored he scored volleys from outside the eighteen. Absolutely. He, I mean, he, the guy has the technique to be dangerous from anywhere, and that's absolutely. that's a really threatening aspect to, to uh, excuse me Real Madrid. If if their six is just as good as scoring as their eight, their ten, even Asensio, you know, they all can score. Modric can score. Cruz can score. Asensio, Benzema, Ronaldo. That's not looking good. That's not a, a, an attacking six you want to face ever. That's a that's a big task for uh, Henderson. That midfield is going to be. I'm telling you right now, that midfield is going to be stretched in this game. I'm I'm telling you, Klopp. I, I'm saying this right now, Klopp better be on his toes to make changes because that midfield is going to be stretched at the beginning of this game. That's a good point. I think he's gonna, he needs to be on his toes because if something's going to go downhill, it's going to go downhill fast. And even if it's throwing in some inexperience, you know, he's got to do it. Just throw something to mix it up. Stop that momentum. It's going to be a, 
it's going to be interesting to see how it's managed and it's going to be interesting to see how it's played. I just don't think it's, sure. a, it's an easy task or a reasonable task for Liverpool. I think their midfield's going to be dominated and their defense is going to make errors. And when they make errors, it, they will be punished. It will be capitalized on and they're going to put points on the board, Real Madrid. All right, score predictions. Let's do it. Score predictions. Okay, I know you've been itching. I want you. I want to hear yours first. You want to hear mine first? I do. This is the headline day after. Ronaldo scores three, Real Madrid win 5-2, Salah scores one, gets an assist. Really? That's actually, not, that's actually not far off from what I was expecting uh, or what I was going to say. I think Real Madrid is going to win 5-2. I think Ronaldo is going to score three. And I think Salah is going to have a really good game, but they're going to come up short because of their defensive and midfield problems. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be three for Ronaldo, one for Benzema and one for Bale. Um, and then one for Firmino and one for Salah. Okay. So I will go, we'll put it in, in the favor for Liverpool, I guess. Um, I'll say three, one to Real. And my rationale is I think Salah is going to get a goal. That's easy to say. I think we both agree on that. Um, he's playing out of his mind this season. So it's only expected for Salah to get a goal. I think Ronaldo is going to get one, actually. Okay. I think he's going to get an assist. Benzema with one. And I think I think they're going to get another goal elsewhere. Um Either a Sergio Ramos, you know, last 10 minutes off of a corner or one of their midfielders coming up big, um, you know, in a trailing opportunity. So I think Ronaldo's only going to get one. I think Salah's going to get one. I think Ronaldo might get up on the board with an assist. But other than that, the game's kind of up in the air. Um, I think Real is going to win, though, uh, pretty comfortably. So I do too. All right. Well, that was our Champions League preview. Uh, we really appreciate you guys joining the show today. Um, we really want to hear what you guys think about this game coming up in a week. Um, we want to hear what you guys' score predictions are. Um, any surprise lineup changes? Uh, we want to hear everything you guys have. Any any feedback you guys have that would be awesome. As always, like, subscribe, comment on the podcast, and also follow us on Instagram. We do a bunch of really cool posts and post a lot of cool content on there. And um, we're also going to be doing some giveaways coming up here in a few weeks or so. Um, I think we have something around the International Championships Cup coming to Los yeah, Angeles. We'll, we'll have a couple good uh, giveaways coming up. So Yeah, yeah so keep your eyes posted on that. Um, it's worth it, man. I mean, we didn't have, you know... We gave we got a lot of winners for the last one, so it's it's worth it to join the join the two lads family and and uh, maybe you'll get a chance to win some tickets. All right, guys, uh, thanks for joining us for episode five. Um, we really appreciate it. Good night. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening to Two Lads Football Podcast. If you guys like what you heard and want to hear more, hit that subscribe button and join the Two Lads family. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Two Lads Podcast. We want to hear from you guys and we'll also be posting some great content.